0: i'm telling you right now tim the rock ferruzzi sitting right here he's ready to go stephen klepp is on his way up the stairway one now this is making your home great WPTF every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Tim the Rock Ferruzzi wearing a kind of a light greenish type construction shirt. You, you got to get the logo on there. And Well, you got 16 companies, so we're going to need about 20 logos. You have a good week? How was your week? Good. Very busy. Well, you got to get that mic over there. Yeah. This time it's your fault. You got to move it over to you. Very busy and hot. It is. You know, the mugginess is getting to me. I'm telling you right now, what about all that flooding in West Virginia? What if you're in the home improvement business there? What do you do? Everybody's flooded out. Well, as long as they have flood insurance, we're good. Is that how it works usually? So what, uh, what happened uh, last week? What did you see? Anything interesting? Aside from you're the number one roofer in uh, the Triangle area. Highland Residential Roofing. I mean, that's the big, big company. You guys are everywhere on that. Mm -hmm. I know you're always doing a lot of roofs. What what are the home improvement stuff going on? Something interesting? He's he's in here, ladies and gentlemen, from Chapel Hill. The limo has arrived. He got out. Security has uh, got the stairwell cleaned. And Clip uh, is in the studio. He's putting on his headsets as we speak. He's getting the mic tone, and there he is, ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Clip, the architect from Chapel Hill. Welcome. Glad your limo got here. There was a well, little... that
1: was the excitement today.
0: Was that the limo? It was whether I would make it. Oh, really? Was there a lot of traffic on Forty or what?
1: No, no, huh? All right. No, if, if you ever knew Jesse Helms and the old quote about Chapel Hill.
0: Yeah. What happened? Which
1: was that uh, Jesse Helms recommended they put a fence around Chapel Hill. Yeah. to keep all the nut cases inside.
0: Yes, I agree. Yeah, I understand. I
2: slipped out of the
1: fence. Uh, there
0: you have it. See, we, you should have got Feruzzi to build a better fence. <laughs> See, that was the problem. The fence wasn't I done actually, properly.
2: Actually, it was not the, the nuts. It was the party. <clears throat> Jesse Helms said, if I wanted to have a party, I'll just put a fence around Chapel Hill.
0: There it is. Thank you very much. 919-860-9783. Making your home great. Uh, Tim uh, Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com, Highland Residential Roofing, Gutters, you name it. The one, the only, the award-winning architect, uh, Stephen Clip, uh, is here. He pretty much answers anything you Any questions at all about home improvement It's a good time to call us right now at 919-860-9783. Let's get back to Tim here real quick. We kind of interrupted a little bit. What was interesting, uh, that uh, you, were very, you had a very busy... Week so what was going on? Looked at lots of projects as
2: usual. Um, as I always say, you name it, I looked at it. So
0: anything just, uh, that was outstanding or took a little scratch in your head?
2: Uh,
0: there's there's like, always give, one. give
2: me give me a few minutes and I'll, I'll all come right. Let's go
0: to Mr. Here. Clip. Yeah. How was your week, sir? Did you design anything interesting? redesign something or how many houses did you look at where you told them don't do this, do this? Well, this was the week of the
1: consult. Okay, you uh, get a but, lot of uh,
0: And I let's think. talk about that a minute now, Stephen. For people that are just tuning in, uh, explain what you consult about.
1: I'll consult about anything to do with your house. And two of my consults this week were people who had been divorced and were trying to figure out whether to stay in their home or whether to sell it, whether to stay in the home and make changes to make it a nicer home, or whether to sell it, and what do, should they do to set their house up so it sells faster for more money.
0: But they were divorced, so they weren't going to live in the same house together.
1: Well, they may. In one case, I recommended that he stay in the house, and in the other case, <laughs> He's I a recommended marriage that God she worship. leave. <laughs> uh, because of the circumstances and what's on the market at the at the time. So
0: you suggested that they both stay in the house for a while?
1: No. One, I recommended that she leave the house.
0: Oh, you get out.
1: As as soon as the kids finish high school.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, uh, gotcha. The
1: other was, for what you're looking for, you're not going to find something better than what you have. Now let's talk about how to make your house
0: the best it can be. So what were what were some of the things that you suggested?
1: The house was very tight and closed up into small box rooms. So most of it was taking out walls and opening the place up.
0: Now, uh, how it was big was amazing. that? Three, three or four bedroom? How many square feet do you remember? Uh, four bedroom,
1: 3,600 square feet. It's a nice size house. Good size house. A very good size house for one person. But it was amazing that everything I came up with to open up this house and make it more livable, uh, function better, uh, present better – Uh, We didn't spend $50,000. Okay. It was, if you, Tim, you know, if you do a kitchen or a master bath, you can spend Mm $50,000. But so this was a whole lot of suggestions that each one was not that much money to make this house really into a good house.
0: 919-860-9783. Join the conversation. Stephen. Clip, the architect. Tim Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com. Knocking down a lot of walls. There's no doubt about that. That's what you do to open up the spaces. All right, got a question on our email. 919-860-9783. Lines are open, by the way. Any questions you have at all. Ceiling as crown molding. Uh, we don't have cracks between them ever. We uh, turn the heat back, and each of the winter gaps come back between the ceiling and the crown molding until we turn the heat off in the spring, the trussets in the attic, what can be done to keep this from happening? So I guess they got some expansion going on.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, it could be uh, uh, several things. It could be maybe they need some more insulation. Maybe they have a ventilation issue in the attic. Uh, Maybe they're heating an air system. Needs some adjustment. Jesus, just owning a home is crazy. And, and, you know, some of these, it depends on the house. It may just be the natural exp- expansion Well, we
1: see it more in hardwood floors. Mm-hmm. But my first guess is that during the heating season, the relative humidity in the house gets down very low. Mm-hmm. So, and in the hardwood floors, you'll see cracks show up as the, the floors contract with less moisture in them. The same thing could be happening with
2: the ceiling joist. Yeah, and typically in the wintertime, you have more moisture in the attic.
0: And you know, I mean, it's, it's so frustrating because that happens. You know, you would think nothing would happen like well, that, well, but it why, does.
1: Why do you think that a house isn't a living thing? I mean, it, a house, is, is it moves, Yeah, it changes over time, and to a certain extent, so what? So what if— during the winter, you get a few cracks in between your floorboards. Well,
0: nothing's leaking or nothing, no, no, nothing no, dangerous it's not is happening.
1: Not da- hurting anything. Gotcha. This is just the wood is contracting because it has less moisture. Mm-hmm. And in the summer, it more moisture in the air, the wood swells, and you get the very tight floorboards. We had one where in our house, we have these creaks in the floor. Mm hmm. Where they didn't screw down the subfloor as much as they should have, during the summer month they disappear. It's like, wow, the plus of this. <laughs> and, this you'll and you'll no
2: see the squeak. same. You'll see the same thing with doors doors Mm -hmm. will
0: do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, one of the things with doors is after you look at them, they look like there's a bigger hole on one side as it goes down. 919-860-9783. It's a hot, muggy day. It's a Saturday. We appreciate you listening. Any questions at all about any kind of home remodeling, you want to do something, you don't want to do something, whatever it is, we're here to help you. That's what we're all about. 919-860-9783. i got a question coming up. We're going to take a break here in a minute. Let Let me repeat the a question, Tim and, uh, and and Steve. They're doing some remodeling. Now, I'm going to read this because I'm not in the construction <laughs> business. I need to remove a 26-foot bearing wall. What is a bearing wall, anyway? Load bearing. All right. It'll be leaving about a foot on each end of the mount of the beam of 22 by 8 nailed together. You, am I making any sense reading, reading makes this? Sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got it? You got it? Mm-hmm. All right. The question is, and we'll come back and answer it. How many posts will be required? Well, hold on. We're going to to take a break and come back so you can think about it a second. That's a good question. We need your questions, 919-860-9783. That question is from Jim, by the way, in our emails, 919-860-9783. You're listening to Making Your Home Great. We're making your home great, 919-860-9783. We had a great question we're going to hold on to because uh, we got a caller on. Lines are open, by the way. Hop on, 919-860-9783. Bruce, you're on making your home great. Appreciate the call. What's your question? Good to have you. Yeah, I've got an uh,
3: attic. Uh, I mean, i got a two-star house in the attic, and the house is about 20 years old. And I know there's a lot of heat up in that attic. Is it worthwhile cutting a hole in the roof and putting in one of the attic fans or the payoff? And I've had one in my older house, but then it stopped working, and I never replaced it. But is a is it a big energy savings to put something there that will? I know it gets that hot air out, though. But is it worth cutting a hole in the roof to do that?
1: Uh, what you have to do, the the answer is that attics are always hot, hotter. Yep. But what you have to do is check whether you have a vent at the ridge or the top of your roof. And you have vents along the soffit, which is the overhang at the bottom of the roof. Yeah, I do. do. Okay. Well, if it's really hot up there, then one or the other of those is blocked up and not working. And you need to first check and make sure that those are clear so the air can come in at the bottom in the soffit. And then heat rises, so it rises and escapes out the top. Right. The fan, what they've found is that those fans short circuit that natural sure. circulation. And the fan will often, if you've got the ridge vent at the top, the fan will pull the air in from there and out the fan and actually not effectively you know, cool the attic.
0: Uh, let me ask you this, Bruce, I want to ask Tim this question. I think I lived in a house one time. I can't remember. I think it was in Cary in the eighties. Had a whole house fan. Is that is that uh, worthwhile?
2: Um, yeah. In fact, I visited uh, a customer that call, a client that called here last week about the gutter issue. that had an incident. oh yeah yeah, so yeah. I went to see him, and uh, he's got a new home that he just built. And right, I remember that guy had we were where we felt yeah. bad for him. So he's got a whole house fan, and it's very small compared to the the old versions and uh, he opened up the, the uh, it worked wonders all by remote control
1: the whole f- the fan works the fan works by if you like outside air mm-hmm. so I, I would say I don't when, like it's, when it's hot and muggy outside when it's 95 degrees and 95% humidity it doesn't work as well as air conditioning but if it's 85 or 82 outside they work super but you open up your house, so all of the dust and pollen and things from outside. And a lot of people have stopped using them for that reason.
2: right, well, let's get back to well, Bruce. Going back to his question. Yeah, Bruce, you're comment. still there. Go ahead, uh, Bruce. Um, there, what Steve said is, is true. There's a school of thought that says that things can be reversed. And my philosophy is uh, ventilation in the attic is is good, and often the ridge vents that you have and the soffit vents typically aren't enough to handle the uh, amount of cubic feet in your attic in a lot of cases, because they just don't do those calculations as much as they should. So if you have a thermostatic controlled fan that decides to kick on when you have those other things, then your attic is really hot. And, and, (laughs) you know, moving some air Uh, Even if it's not often and even if it's only in part of the attic and it does short circuit this and that, as long as the air keeps moving, it it may not reduce the temperature as much, but it might stop things like mold and condensation and things like that. So those are all considerations, but I I like the idea of having a backup fan. Obviously, you want to put it down away from the ridge vent as much as possible, kind of get a little lower down, but um, if that thing kicks on, it's needed. And, and there is a cold air and warm air uh, philosophy that you can, you can Google this and read about it, and you understand what. Steve if you, you want to
0: call about. or email handyhelpers.com, dot com, Bruce, and uh, state your question, he can come over and take a look at it free of charge.
3: Yeah, uh, the question, as far as is a rule of thumb, as far as how hot an attic should be. As far as I put a thermostat up, I just see how hot it is during the summertime. Of course, the hotter the day is. The
1: if it's more up. than one hundred and ten degrees up there. There are definitely things you can do to get it to cool it down. Even on if it's 95 outside, it shouldn't be more than 110 out there if you're getting proper airflow. Yeah, what are the
2: thermostats set for on those those fans? Is it 100 and probably 110? What do you have your set? Degrees. What do you have your set at, Bruce? Bruce, he know. doesn't have one. He wants to put one in. Oh, he wants to put one in. Yeah, I'm about putting one in. Yeah,
1: what yeah. I would suggest though, I, I mean, they could work. But first, I would look and see whether you've got enough ridge vent and enough soffit vent, and because okay. the theory now coming out of the manufacturers is that that's the preferred thing to happen.
0: I would email HandyHelpers.com. Tell Tim what your question was. Tell him you really got a call on the show. And get, he may get a chance to come I, out. There. I, I got
2: to tell you something funny though related to this. I was down at the NRCa show in Orlando this February, right? National Roofing Contract Association. So I go to the, one of the biggest uh, ventilation manufacturers there. They have a huge booth, thirty by thirty, whatever, and they're using the same philosophy. You know, this is the way we do things. We don't want. So I said, "Well, why don't you want a thermostatic controlled fan to kick on when needed?" And uh, the person said, "Well." When it's snowing outside, it might pull snow through the ridge vent and then back out the thermostat. And I said, well, it's not going to come on when it's snowing outside.
3: Thank <laughs> you See, very much.
1: I, I thought you were going to say, because we don't sell thermostat-controlled <laughs> fans.
0: So and what you're saying is the booth was manned by people that didn't know what they were talking about. So actors from Hollywood or something, right? I know. I think she was an on-staff person. She was on staff, and that's it. You know what? The, the, you, you don't want those kind of people working for Andy Helpers. You know that. Yeah. Well, and, it and was, that doesn't happen when Tim does a show. No, she, or sure. Uh, yeah. You she, call Steven, he'll get the right answer. Usually, you call Clip. So, what are you going to do, Bruce? What's the plan? You can email them if you want. That's up to you. Andy Helpers. Do you have Ridge Vent
2: now, Bruce? Yeah, I'm going to go check
0: all that. Yeah. be good. I appreciate y'all
2: saying.
0: Yes, sir. Thanks. All right, let us know what that temp is up there. All right, nine one nine eight six zero. 9783 I remember that whole house fan. You clicked that thing on whoosh. oh back especially in it was the, the 80s. 80s. It especially was in, area, in the northeast. northeast. Oh. That's what you
1: had
2: because houses didn't have air conditioning. Well, even here, even in North Carolina,
1: it was it, it wasn't
2: yeah. care. They cracked the windows open about a half inch or an inch on the bottom and around you, the house, and they cranked that fan up, and, and, it's, and th- it's an evaporation. It just moves the air. Yeah, and, it was it yeah. was a powerful thing, but too. obviously you want to do it when it's you know seventy, eighty degrees outside, not ninety and hundred. Well, so where, where it
1: really works is at night when it cools right, down. Right. And now you can just yeah. you know flow this cool air. Just make sure you have house.
0: screens. Well, you yes. know, it's it's funny. I grew up, up up in Michigan, and, and you know, when we were kids, we didn't have air conditioning. And yet we forgive them. You know, we didn't have air conditioning. We were upstairs. My brother and I had the upstairs, you know, little, the bedroom up there. And Dad bought a fan where it sucked the hot air out. We used to say, Dad, we're dying up here. No, it sucks the hot air out in the cool air. There's no cool air out there, Dad. <laughs> we're on diet up here, you know. In right? Michigan. Yeah, in Michigan. It was sweaty, though. It was humid. You're it lucky had... you didn't grow up in Florida. Oh, no. I, no, I know. I, you had to have air conditioning. Well, I tell Actually, you, no. I lived in Florida without air conditioning. That's why you're crazy.
1: Yes. Well, that's <laughs> when you were young and skinny.
0: But, you know, on and, and a serious note, because we're here in North Carolina, all of us. You're doing home improvement here. You're an architect. What made the South was air conditioning. Nobody yes. would come here before. When air conditioning became a thing where you could put it in, in the '60s, early late '60s, early '70s, mm-hmm. and this this the South grew. The South the, grew at that point. For before that, it's like who's going down there to sweat because they didn't do anything in the summer. They sat around, drank iced tea, and thought about doing something in a couple of days. And my my daughter
2: was an all pair in uh, in Spain this pat not this summer, prior summer, and they don't have air conditioning over there. They haven't needed it, but lately they've needed it. She had such a miserable time. over there. She had to lay on the tile floor just to cool off. People were – well they, think people died. Well, didn't
0: they, didn't they sleep at 4 o'clock in the afternoon or something over there? Uh, they take a nap at 3 or well, something? Well, they end up eating – yeah, they eat late. They
1: yeah, eat 10 like o'clock 10, at 11 night. o'clock yeah, at yeah. night yeah, and whatever. Right. Spain is this great country where a whole <laughs> lot of the living goes on in the evening and after dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So during so the on. middle of the day, they would sleep. But they also changed how they did their houses – they used to have houses with full, through ventilation. Mm-hmm. Now, all of the new construction in Spain are these apartment buildings or condos that are mid-rise, high-rise because they're trying to consolidate the people in a small area mm-hmm. to preserve the land. The country and, but side. they have air conditioning. And they have air conditioning they because to. they don't have through windows.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. 919-860-9783. Interesting conversation. on making your own great. We need you to join the conversation, whatever your problem is, like Bruce had a... Some heat up there in the attic. Whatever your situation is, you want to add a room, take a room, fix a bathroom, you got this problem, that problem, let us know. We're here to help. 919-860-9783. Back to the question. I even forgot what it was. We're doing some remodeling. need to remove a 26-foot bearing wall. What is a bearing wall again, please, Feruzi? It's a load-bearing wall that's supporting weight above it like another floor. All right. Thank you very much. We'll be leaving about a foot on each end of the mount of the beam. Mount of a beam, 22 by 8 nailed together. How many poles will be required? What do you think?
2: Go ahead, Steve. The, the,
1: the straightforward answer is you need an architect or an engineer <laughs> to calculate it because the amount of bearing is based upon the load that that beam carries. Okay. So, if it were an 8 foot tall uh stud eight foot to the bottom of the beam, then the two by four stud carries a thousand pounds. And All right, if now you're you had eight thousand pounds on that end of the beam, that would be eight two by four studs. All
2: right.
1: However, if the if the thing is twelve feet up in the air, then that two by four stud only carries six hundred pounds. Well, it's getting confusing uh, it to me. Yeah. This is why
0: you need somebody's got to look at them.
1: a structural engineer or an architect—and it's extremely simple, given the data. to Tim, you out. could
0: look at some stuff and kind of get an idea, but I mean, what uh, what you would need, right? Well, because- I mean, there's some general rules
2: of thumb, but but. As Steve says, to, to be correct, you really need an engineer on something like that.
0: 919-860-9783. Good time to call with your questions, whatever it's going to be about. We're here to help. We're making your home great. Stephen Clipp, the architect from Chapel Hill. Tim LaRock-Feruzzi from HandyHelpers.com. Highland Residential Roofing, gutters, you name it, we're here for you. 919-860-9783. Making your home great. WPTF. Hey, good time to call. Lines are open at 919-860-9783. Any question all about home remodeling, we're here for you. Making your home great. Stephen Clipp, the architect from Chapel Hills. And Tim Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com. And Highland Residential Roofing and about a million other companies, 919-860-9783. Simple question here. We do take, uh, we have email, and we do have some of the questions from there, but we always enjoy talking to folks on the radio and hearing you at 919-860-9783. Good time to call. we got some lines open. Simple question. Can I install wood flooring over existing ceramic tile floor, or do I have to take the tile up?
2: Yuck! <laughs> My recommendation
0: is take it up. Yeah. All right. I mean, let's uh, you know take take it up. No, My, is question, that a pain you, in the? No keister. question. You take it up. You can't yeah. do well. You
1: could do a floating engineered wood over top, where it's not really attached to the subsurface; it just floats on top. Yeah. All right. That could be done, but if you're nailing, you can't nail a hardwood
2: floor in a ceramic to, into ceramic. Well, and, and even if you're trying to glue it, uh, I'd be concerned about moisture and things. I, I think it's, you're better off taking uh, it People
0: up. are looking for the easy way out. 919-860-9783. We've got a kitchen problem with Scott. Scott, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. Good to have you.
3: Hey Tim. So I've got this, this kitchen that I'm working on. It's a 1970s home. Um, the two outside walls, when I knock on them, they've got old school paneling, feel very solid. But then, when the uh, knock on the other two interior walls, they feel very hollow, and I don't want to get rid of this paneling and cover it with sheetrock. What are my best options here?
2: okay uh as far as um as far as getting rid of all the paneling
3: yeah, like it, it, would I have to put sheetrock on the outside walls or is there sheetrock behind that?
2: Well, on the outside, how old's the house?
3: Uh, oh,
2: yeah. Early 70s. Early 70s. Ooh. Um, I would say that's probably—early um, 70s, they were probably using uh, a lot of the uh, black insulation board, I think, in some cases on the exteriors. They changed to that sometime in the 60s or 70s. Uh, so you saw a lot of se- in the 70s, the outside walls had the outside insulation board, Um I don't completely understand the question. Uh, well,
3: why don't you I repeat it again, Scott? Because Stephen Clipp yeah, is actually, here. I, too. Think I, okay. I
0: think I get it. Uh, I think
1: I get it. I
3: want to get rid of the paneling and put up sheetrock. Can I just? Typically,
1: typically, this paneling is about a quarter of an inch mm-hmm. thick composite board, yep. and there is no sheetrock behind it. Right. Okay. They would put that directly to the studs. Why the the exterior walls feel more solid is because they are insulated. So they have something behind there, and then the ones on the interior walls have nothing behind it. So you have this thin quarter-inch board, and it's going to sound hollow if you knock on it. Mm -hmm. But it's really super easy to pull that off before you put on new sheetrock.
3: Oh, perfect. Great. Well, that's what I needed to know. Thank
0: you very much. Well, uh, Jim, you Thank got you. a question you want to
2: add? Well, uh, you know, on some occasions, if you're trying to to quiet a room from one room to another, I'll put insulation up between a master bedroom that we're doing and or a kitchen. a, ba- a bathroom. Or bathroom and just insulate that wall just for sound. Perfect. And uh, so if you're wor- – you know, but, but what Steve says is exactly correct.
1: Yeah, and Perfect. it's your choice as to whether you can, you can put insulation on those interior walls – if you just want it to be more sound buffered from the next room. I mean, all that is is buying the insulation and sticking it in.
3: Mm-hmm. That seems fairly simple.
1: Yep.
0: Well, good luck. What part of town are you in? You're in Raleigh area?
3: Yeah, I'm in Raleigh, but my parents live in Town, White Lake, North Carolina, and we're doing all mm-hmm. of this renovation down there. Are
0: yeah. you Are you
2: doing the drywall work yourself?
3: I'm going to attempt camp
2: yes, sir. All right, good luck. Have yeah, fun. Good luck
0: and uh, keep handy helpers number near you, Scott, in case, okay?
3: I've got it written down.
0: Because I got to tell you and uh, we you know we we wish you the best. I mean, you know, we're not here for that, but a lot of times people get into more trouble than they than they you know, if it looks like it's going to be tough for you, stop.
1: And I will say if you're doing it do it yourself, check out some of the alternatives. Originally, the paneling was used because you could do the paneling yourself. And drywall is just a really miserable job. <laughs> <laughs> and the people who do it all the time, first of all, they're not expensive. Okay. They're some of the cheapest people you can hire, the least expensive are the drywall people.
2: Uh-huh. And, and you know you could possibly paint that paneling and and do some things like that to you know depending on what your your goals are yeah what are you looking to
0: do with it just as grandma it's mom and dad's house did you say
3: yeah like it's it's we gotta we're we're everybody wants it redone so that in the next couple of years we can sell it and they can move to their retirement home yeah gotcha mm-hmm.
0: yeah. All right. hey Scott thanks for the call let us know what happens yeah. if you run into any trouble okay thank you Joe. appreciate it hey, you too buddy 919-860-860-860. 9783 you, know, you know it's interesting with the conversation is that in the 70s they did it this way they changed it in the 80s. I mean who knows what's behind walls
2: yeah i started seeing some when i've looked at some of these old houses i saw i see major differences in construction materials right. from the 50s to the early 60s and then there's another, you'll see another period of time. And I think it has to do with inflation and maybe some engineering. Well, it has
1: to do with you always look at the, the newest and greatest thing. Yeah. And during the 70s, they were coming out with a lot of new products and a lot of essentially less expensive ways to do things.
2: Mm-hmm. And they and built and the and
0: worst cars in and the and 70s and it, as a Detroit guy. And, and
2: it also had to do with uh, ins- you know, energy and insulation mm-hmm. and the cost of things. Yeah, at least
0: they
1: started insulating. I yep. looked at the 1915s house uh, yesterday, and clearly there'd never been any insulation in the walls. Oh, yeah.
0: That's crazy. 919-860-9783. Good time to call. Join the conversation. We're here for you. We're here to help you answer any of your questions. Stephen Clipp, the architect from Chapel Hill, is in the house. And uh, Tim Ferruzzi, handyhelpers.com. in and, uh, Highland Residential Roofing, also gutters. And uh, gutters are a big problem, man. I'll tell you, you know, folks, you wouldn't believe with the water, your gutters could be a problem. 919-860-9783. Stephen, you had a question? I not a
1: question, but I had the perfect Highland residential roofing.
0: Oh, you got a job? Uh, you got a job
1: for Feruzzi thing for for this, oh, great. this morning, I was doing a consult mm-hmm. on a split level. okay So the split level has a relatively low sloping roof. but from the the ridge, the peak, down to where the gutters are, it was probably forty feet. Ooh. So you've got forty feet of water coming down there. You had a five inch gutter at the bottom. Pretending to catch the water, yeah. and you know the people were saying, you know, we we have this it, water issue where the water just shoots right over the gutter, and down on the ground, it's getting into the crawl space. Tim, it's like everything
2: yep. you've said. Well, yeah, it's, and, and, and it's like you said, pretending. That's exactly what a lot of these gutters are doing. Pretending to do the job, and they're not. Yeah,
0: I was telling my wife the other day. We were driving down. The, we were leaving the neighborhood and whatever, and and I said, you know, see that house over there? The, the gutters are too small. I mean, Feruzzi says six inch. I mean, these things look like four. Yeah. I mean, and it was all I went clogged to a, up, and it was dirty. And I, mean, I, I, went, I
2: went to a house over in Stonehenge the other day, uh, and he's got a lot of cedar on the house, and the cedar exteriors really protected him, because if it wasn't cedar and it was masonite, he'd have a disaster. So the cedar was a big benefit to him, but Something as simple as having the right size gutters would have stopped all the damage
0: that he did have. You know, we've learned a lot about the gutter thing since yeah. we've been doing this show. And I think our listeners are starting to figure that out because you don't think about them. You not well, Stephen, you don't think about it. The gutters. fact
1: is that the number one reason for problems on the house is water. Yeah. so It goes where it wants. Well, when it goes where you don't want it to, it causes damage. 919
0: 860 9783, whatever your question happens to be. Give us a call. It's a good time to call. The lines are open for you to join the conversation. Making your home great. Every Saturday at 2 o'clock, right here on WPTF. That number again, 919 860 9783. Making your home great, WPTF. Make it your home grade, 919-860-9783. I appreciate the phone calls. We just had somebody call. Did you get the name? They really enjoy the show. Put these people on. Come on, man. You know, my mother wants to hear this stuff. 919-860-9783. Good time to call. Join the conversation. Stephen Klept is on with us from uh, uh, Chapel Hill and my good buddy Tim, the Rock Feruzzi, HandyHelpers.com, and, of course, Highland Residential Roofing. All right, here's one from Kathy on our email. Please help me, okay? <laughs> my house was built in 1969 on a slab. That's not a good idea, is it? I mean, they That's used to. A, there was a, was a, a cheap D. way to do that, wasn't it?
1: No, it can be. That was unusual
0: it, back that far back there. It though. was. That's That's 1969. On the ceiling in all the rooms, the nails and beams show through. You can actually see the beams and nails, which are dimples in the ceiling. My father checked the insulation, and it's dry. Also had a contractor look and didn't know what was causing the problem. We changed the... Soffits? Is that such a word? Soffits. Soffits. And added vents in the roof as well as put a new roof on. Did they call Highland Residential Roofing? Uh, we need some help. They don't know what's going on. So she's saying the draw walls actually got I'm her? so frustrated and upset, I can't seem to find the cause. It she, did she say the draw walls actual, actually? The ceiling in all the rooms and nails and beams okay. show through. Okay. You can actually see the beams and nails, which are dimples in the ceilings. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, there, there. It may be one of those things at this point where you have to just tear it out or go over it because it's been so long. But the slab could have some kind of a relationship to that as far True. as moisture. Possibly back then they were. Well, they say it.
0: they. Ca- it, 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 I don't know. Would think it would be caused by moisture, but it doesn't seem to be the problem because he said it was dry.
1: Well, it could be at this time, but it wasn't at, at another okay. point in time. Gotcha. And if the joist, if there was a lot of moisture up in the the roof, uh, the beams could have, the joists could have gotten wetter, swelled. They would push the nails holding the drywall. They would push them out. That's what so happened. So you would see the nail pops. Also, the there would be a pattern of mold up there that could be caused— that would telegraph where the wet insulation sat on top of the gypsum board as opposed to where the, stu- the joists were. The only solution that I could think of to it, uh, I think you fixed the problem. You, you improved the ventilation in the, in the attic, and you fixed the roof, so there should be no moisture issue up there now.
0: That sounds like a major problem. Nineteen sixty-nine. I was I was always leery, and I never lived on one a slab built house, but they used to do it a lot around well, here they're too. Doing, they're doing it a lot now.
1: They are, and there's nothing wrong with that.
2: It. it just it and now they're has actually pros taking them. Cons. Now they're actually taking them off the ground is what I've seen in some of the newer construction. Not that they haven't done that in the past, but historically, slabs have been very low to the ground. Now I'm seeing them two, three feet off the ground
0: a full right, slab. What, what was the sand. concept, guys, of building a slab? Was it cheaper or
1: what? It's just different. Yeah. Uh, in, some it's okay. the, in some cases, it's cheaper. In some cases, it's cheaper. The real issue is it. any pipe piping that you put in that slab... You can't fix. So see, yeah, see,
0: that after 50 I mean,
2: years, some of your piping may start I've, to have problems. I've seen it after 20, 25 years. Well, see, then
0: could, then that was right to the fact you don't want a slab build home. I mean, come on, you're answering my I question. I would
1: prefer not having a slab.
0: Well, home. I think, but, I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, things happen. They're cheaper, right, Tim? Uh, yeah, I think generally speaking it's To cheap. buy one. Uh, yeah, yeah, and to build it as well. There you have it. 919-860-9783. We're not here to criticize. We're only here to inform. And you've got to remember that, folks. This program is informational. What should you do? What should you not do? Here's some things you can do. I would stay away from that. That's gonna cost you. This isn't that's what we're here for. 919-860-9783. Make it your home. Great Stephen Clipp, the architect, Tim Ferruzi, handyhelpers.com. We got another ceramic tile question. What's going well, on be, with before that?
1: Before we do that, go ahead. Uh, solution to the ceiling there really isn't one. I think this is basically the gypsum board was deformed and the, and the nail pops occurred so that's just the way it is at this point in time. The only thing you can do is to probably go over that with the new level, new layer of thin gypsum board three-eighths inch and just put it New sheet up there mm-hmm. And cover it all up Yep and Now you won't see Well it.
0: I mean They're they're really searching Francis Can I be the dumb guy here Because I don't know What is the soffits Soffits the overhang Okay. Which is at the bottom of the roof line. Okay, and they said they changed that. And added, they they added, added vents, maybe, or changed that's what the way they it said. It they added they vents. Probably, they thought it was a water
2: problem. Well, we had to
1: call earlier about the, the attic being too hot. Yeah, Bruce, this is the same thing. Is that if there isn't enough venti- ventilation in the soffit, and there isn't enough ridge vent at the top, then the air can't flow
2: through and, first of all, carry off any moisture out of the attic, plus also carry off the heat. Well, and then going back to the slab, the slab could be an integral part of this as well because of the dew point on the ceiling. So if you have ventilation issues in the attic... And you're on a slab, you're close to the ground, the slab's not, you know, all slabs now are insulated. They've got foam, they've got plastic, you know, protectors, vapor barriers. And back then they didn't do that, most likely. So um, there's 69. So there was though. probably some differences in the uh, the ambient, uh, you know, air and external, there,
1: all, all of it. There's moisture coming off of the slab, yep. especially if they didn't put a vapor yep. barrier on it. Yep. And that moisture then is, increases the relative humidity in the room. Right which comes up against this hot ceiling
0: there you go all right, 919-860-9783. You got time for a couple of calls here. 919-860-9783. your home great. Tim Ferruzzi, handyhelpers.com is so how you get all of them. And Stephen Clip, the architect. Well, before we go, I always make sure that they give out the information, how to contact either one of them about anything you may have. And the, uh, Stephen does a lot of consultations. Let me do this one more ceramic tile thing because there seems to be a lot of emails on it as I go through them. They gather and gather, so I just kind of skip through and grab a couple of them. Can vinyl, here's another one, can vinyl flooring be laid over ceramic? That's in good shape. What other alternatives is there without taking up the tile? Nobody wants to take up the ceramic tile today. Well now, if it's a ceramic tile that was put
2: down in the 50s and 60s and it's set in a mortar bed and it's a tight it's got no cracks it's, you know, or if if any there are hairline cracks and there's few of them and it's a solid floor, then you can come in with certain types of uh, uh, patch, patch well, they, they want, they, they want they vinyl overla- okay, overlays you can go
1: in there with the leveling uh, concrete yep. Yep. that will lay over and fix mm-hmm. any imperfections okay. so you don't want to lay vinyl on any if there's even the slightest right. little ridges right. or uh, bumps in there they will be telegraphed through the vinyl
2: and a good vinyl is the one that they fasten on the perimeter. It's a thicker vinyl. It's the more expensive vinyl where you're not doing the full glue down necessarily. Mm-hmm. That one allows for some of these things like you're doing. But, but you still, but need, it still, it you still have to do the overlay on the tile. It exactly. would telegraph
1: everything. It, the only thing that true. I have put successfully over tile is new tile.
2: <laughs> okay, so you put it right
1: on top of it. And, yes, you put a mud bed on top of the existing one. If the existing one is solid, if it's cracked— you have to take it Does out. Does
0: that raise it up though a little bit? I mean, sure. Yeah, It we
1: raise it up an inch,
0: but that's okay.
1: Well, it, it depends on the room. Maybe, Maybe yeah, it may not be. Yeah, but I if know.
2: it's a new, if it's a newer home in the last twenty, thirty years with tile, I would definitely take it up.
0: There you have it. Take it up, Brenda. That was Brenda. Uh, Making your home great. WPTF, we're here every Saturday at uh, 2 o'clock. Stephen Clipp, you're the architect from Chapel Hill. You do a lot of consultation. If somebody's interested in that, how do they contact you? And tell them exactly what you consult on.
1: Uh, My number is 919-929-7838. You can go online. Just Google Stephen Clipp, C-L-I-P-P. And you'll find all kinds of stuff on me. Uh,
0: well, that incident that happened in Cincinnati that was cleared. <laughs> <laughs> that's, on the, that's on the third page. Yeah, that's right. That, that's yeah. We don't talk about that.
1: The uh, but I can about anything to do with your house.
0: But yeah, you know, but to, to, to let's narrow that down a little bit. If you want to okay. sell it, you want to keep it, you want to make it better. If uh, you know you you can uh, Stephen Clip will help you. Hey, I want to stay here. I don't. I, you can also ask them, should I stay here or move?
1: Well, that's one or I sell. have. I regularly have with uh, people who are their empty nesters or getting on in their 70s. And I know I'm going, not going to stay here. What should I do? I think I'm five years away from going into retirement community. And we talk about the things to do to your house then and to set it up so that it's more desirable. One of the biggest things you lose on a house is if you haven't fixed things up and you're selling a very dated mm-hmm. uh, kind of stale house, the, mar- the market will punish you for that. So I don't like
0: the market. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, and I've had it, I mean, I, I have friends of mine who are real estate, but real estate people, they just... They want you to do and spend everything to make so they can still sell it for 50000 under you, which you, you know, price to that. I mean, I, I mean, I, I real estate people, you can call me up and get on me if you want. It's okay. We're having fun you here. You can too, fight
1: but. the market, but the truth is that better understand the market yep. and how you can. Th- and best good real estate u- agents know that. It. Yeah. And, Mr. In some,
2: and in some cases, the land outweighs the house, so it doesn't matter how the house looks. Well, there, there yeah. are those cases. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, gee, we looked at a house, original house that we bought and built a long time ago in 1984 or 5. It was in uh, Oxford, Hunt, and Carey. I don't mind mentioning it. We didn't live there but a year. Then I moved back to Detroit. We drove by that house. It looked terrible. It was a four-bedroom, two-bath, one-car garage. It was brand new at the time. It looked—the roof looked terrible. I mean, everything. The house needed— Everything was the gutters were shot. I mean, well, people
1: weren't taking care of the house. Need some work, maybe. But, you you have to maintain them. But but this that was a nice I house. It was right I... on the
0: corner of the cul de sac. Mm-hmm. Man, it was great. Wish I, it would have been. My wife tells me when we we're driving by the other day, you know, what it would have been paid for this year. Oh, great. Thanks for bringing that up. How do we get a hold of handyhelpers.com? Uh, telephone uh, is
2: 919 676 5969. 919 676 5969. Or find us on the web at handyhelpers.com or Highland Roofing NC, like North Carolina, dot com.
0: When uh, anything coming up for the big national exposure? Not yet. How oh, long, man? You got us going crazy. We're gonna have a big buffet. We're, I want to know. I want you to tell me. I will. I'll give you the heads up. No, give me the heads up because Ellen's gonna make a cake or something. We have a little uh, celebration here, okay? okay? Right. No, seriously, oh, we yeah. want to oh, yeah. do that, yeah. Mr. Clip. We're up to see you back soon because always Stephen Clip, the architect from Chapel Hill, Tim Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com, Helpers crap beer. It's coming up.